All right, guys, big episode of the Northeast Podcast. The MCU signs Harry Styles to a max contract. Pedro Pascal and David Harbour team up on HBO Max. We actually like F-Boy Island, and we start our rewatch with Memento. Here we go. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How's it going, guys? Excellent. Oh, it's good. Summer's moving fast. Summer is moving too fast. Uh, but to try to ground everybody, you guys get to hang out with your friends here at the Nordy's Podcast, and we'll all slow down for a little bit and talk about all of the best things on TV, all the movies, everything to be watching, all the news. Uh, and before we do that, we need you guys to go to the other place that you can get that information. That's our Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast. Subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcasts from directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Can I do um can I do a yeah, quick Yeah, listen to this outside. That's what I'd say. But yeah, can, go can, ahead. Can I do a quick Sean Parker in um oh what was the Facebook movie? The social network? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drop the Twitter. Mm, just like, drop I, it. You say you say go to visit our Twitter and Instagram. They'll visit our Twitter. Go to Instagram. Instagram only. <laughs> That's where we're at. That's our our biggest presence. I agree. Remember when we used to say Facebook, too? We really got rid of that. That was great. How freeing was that? Very. All right, guys. What are you drinking tonight? I'll start. I'm drinking uh, Bread Retention, a Saison from our friends at uh, Fair State. It's in collaboration with Fanta Flora Brewery. Okay. All right. This is is what I had last week, so I'm just going to be quick with it. It's Fair State's doing howdies. Really nice IPA. I have two left, and I'm going to try to drink them both tonight. Nice. I am drinking Captain and Coke, but I had a beer this weekend that I just wanted to mention, and it's kind of a collaboration of two of our favorite things, uh, Falling Knife and Toppling Goliath. Came oh, you together tried that one. To make a double IPA, and it was real good. Very tasty. Nice. That's solid. I wanted to try that one. That's sweet. All right, guys. Here we go. Uh, lots to talk about in our news. I think everybody is doing better than Shakira is right now because Shakira might be going to prison for eight years uh, for some kind of tax evasion scheme in Spain. Uh, Things are kind of falling apart in Shakira's world. This is the same thing that happened to Lionel Messi, you might remember, a few years ago. Uh, Is this something or is she just going to start a tour in the U.S. and never go back to Spain? Well, they were talking about putting Messi in prison, and obviously that never happened. He didn't even miss any games. So, like, <laughs> I'm sure Shakira isn't going to miss any tour dates. But what is with people that are from Spain? Like, if I were, like, Pedro Pascal's people, I'd be like, dude, check your shit. Like, let's go. We're going to do a little uh, audit right now before the government does. I just have to say, though, like, when was the last time a person who was famous got arrested and, like, went to jail? What's her name? Uh, uh, the mom of the college admission scandal. Oh, yeah. Lori Laughlin. Lori There you go. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Can we name Did any you other? hear Bill Burr's take on that, which was pretty funny? Yeah, it was. He was like, he was like, so these people cheated to get in. But they got in and they were fine with the curriculum. I mean, these dumb people. So I guess it's not that hard to go to these schools. It's just hard to get in. And he's yeah. like talking to Conan. He's like, right, Conan, didn't you go to Harvard? Yeah. <laughs> I think that no people who are famous ever get in any trouble. So I can't imagine right. this would be I wonder if is like the Spain, like the PR people for the Spanish tax, you know, consortium or whatever you want to call it. Are like yeah. they're like we're going after all the rich. people. Why don't we do that in the U.S.? Like why can't we get get oh, the Spain guy over 
to run the U.S. the IRS PR here. That would be great. People would be going down every three days. Her hips don't lie, but all of her taxes yeah. are turned still. So, <laughs> there you go. All, all right, right guys. Next up, uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. go ahead. Sorry, I interrupted. Harry Styles. Harry Styles signed a five-year, one hundred million dollar deal, just like if you were in the NBA, uh, but it's with Marvel in the MCU. What is this guy's name? Air Eros. Eros. Yeah, I think is his. Was it like Star Fox or something? Firefox. Okay, those are two different. It's probably neither of those. One's I would imagine. A, one's an but, old Nintendo game, and the other is uh, an internet browser. But yeah, carry he's on. He's a decent browser. <laughs> so it's one of those two. But you know, Eros is his name. He's supposed to be the Mad Titans human-esque brother. He's like an Eternal. Um, he didn't get the deviant gene, so he doesn't look like he has a purple nutsack on his face. Um, but I didn't really know, like Eternals bombed, like it wasn't a good movie. No one liked it. So I thought we'd maybe never see him, but MCU, they see him in these indie movies and obviously touring the world with a big album. And they're like, let's lock up talent while we can. So they're going to figure out stuff to do with them. I hope we get an Eros movie at this point. I like Harry Styles. Harry Styles, I like him too. he must have one of the highest approval ratings of anyone on earth. Right. Like Dude, it's Harry, just like Harry Styles is, is the real life like EGOT winner from Thirty Rock. Like he could do, he could probably win all of them. He probably could. He probably will someday. I think that until he like develops, you know, mental health problems and like a drug or alcohol problem, and then hits someone on stage um, mm-hmm. in like twenty five years, uh, he will be the most beloved, famous person until then. Yeah, that's twenty five years. You think? Yeah, that's probably. What I'm Will taking Smith the was. under. Hey, Will Smith, 25 years. He was like the Fresh Prince in the 90s. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2022, he like slapped the hell out of Chris Rock. And then it is funny because just this week mm. I said the craziest thing about 2022 was that Chris was that Chris Rock, Will Smith stuff. And then I woke up the next morning and he had like released a like apology video. Yeah. Yeah. He tried to he tried to just apologize to Chris Rock. He explained all this and Chris Rock was like not ready to hear it, which good for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, no, dude, fuck you. Yeah. But yeah, Will Smith's my, my, trying to make his little... I'd be like, between I his still can't hear out of my left ear, Will. Yeah. So yeah, no shit. All right, all right. So we we're uh, we're here for Harry Styles in the MCU. Um, yeah. Other MCU news: The Avengers Kang Dynasty will be directed by Shang Chi director Destin Daniel Cretton. Good. Yep. I think it was. I think he did an awesome job. Yeah. No, I thought he was good. I thought that movie was a lot of fun. I liked the tone of it. It just is a little weird. Like, where are the Russo brothers? Like, why are they out? Dude, they're making that um, Netflix paper. Yeah, yeah, they're doing easier shit. Maybe not for more money, but easier shit. I don't know. I just feel like I, even when Marvel has been up and down for the last few years, those Avengers movies hit so hard that I don't need yeah. them to mix it up at this point. So it's cool that they're bringing in someone different that has done good work, but like, why? Like, yeah, it's right. yeah. I don't know. They're not really doing anything going forward with uh, MCU. I don't think. Um. Yeah, so we talked about all last week. Uh. All right. Ben <laughs> Affleck's Batman is going to be in Aquaman two. DC can't get um, out of them. They can't. No, they can't. And nobody liked this version of the character at all. Why? Why wouldn't? Why wouldn't Battinson be in this fucking movie? Like, why don't they? Because he say, would make the movie look stupid. He would either make the entire Aquaman two movie look stupid, or even worse and scarier for DC, it would make. Battenson looks stupid, and they can't afford either, so they're going to keep those worlds separate. Is Battenson going to be in the next Joker, like, song no. and dance movie? With Lady Gaga? No, yeah. I don't think so. No, they have two, three versions of everything at the same time. So, there's no multiverse, but there is three different Batman universes. One doesn't have Batman. One has old, washed-up Batman. 
and one of them has Pattinson, who can't be on screen with anybody else. I don't, I don't see what's right. so complicated. You, you, <laughs> you just explained it. That's it. Ugh. <laughs> really rough. Um, do we care about this at all? I don't uh, know. If I, I think I shut Aquaman off halfway through. Oh, really? I liked oh, it. Oh, it was fun. I actually liked it. It was a fun movie. I mean, it was so stupid when like they jump out of the plane and they start playing the worst Pitbull song I've ever heard in my life, which is saying a lot. I was like, this actually movie is actively bad. And then like 15 minutes later, I was enjoying myself again. So I just think it's pretty fun. This does nothing for my excitement for the, of the movie, but it doesn't hurt it either. Cause right. I'm just not taking it that seriously. It's just going to be a goofy movie. I think our excitement level is where it should be, which is completely neutral. Like not, yeah. not excited, not, not excited. Right. But we'll see what happens when it comes out. Don't care either way. Don't care. <laughs> right. If, if everyone says they hate it, I just won't watch it yeah, and right? I'll be fine. Well, I'll probably still watch it. And then if everyone yeah. says it's the greatest movie of all time, I'll probably still watch it. But maybe not. I don't know. There you go. There you go. All right. Uh, what about this? We got a teaser trailer for Showtime's Let the Right One In series. It's coming October 7th. What do we know about this? And why should I consider getting Showtime? Mm, oh, this is not for It's going to take more than that. Well, they have that uh, that Yellow Jackets show, which I guess people really liked, and we never even reviewed it because it's like the only blind spot in streaming that we have. I mean, we got every base covered here, uh, except for Showtime. They haven't earned our attention yet. Um, this might, for me, because I really like... It was like a Swedish vampire movie where, like, this young girl is a vampire, but, like, if you're eternally this young girl... How do you, like, navigate the world? Like, how do you go and, like, rent a place to live? And so she had sort of, like, a human, like, adult man keeper that would, like, under threat of her killing him. And plus they had, like, a bond would, like, get her people to eat and, like, would, like, take her place to place and make sure that nobody got in trouble. So it's kind of like this. It's almost like the relationship in Logan, right, with, like, the young girl and the guy. It's It was amazing Swedish vampire movie. And then they made an English version that was okay, which was fine. I think they just called that one, like, Let Me In or something like that. Um, but I'm excited. This looks to kind of go back to where it started and um, definitely a hot wreck for, like, a, a foreign film horror movie. I think it looks great. The trailer looks fucking super creepy, super dark, capturing the vibes. I do care about this one. We'll see what happens with it. Maybe I'll never even see it. I was going to say, I'm you care enough to get a Showtime subscription. <laughs> we'll see when the time comes. Maybe when it's out and I can get a free, like, week trial, I'll just knock it out. I think that sounds cool but i do think that like it is difficult to navigate um an older guy and little girl relationship in anything um, i know i think that they one's... pulled it off in this movie um and i think they did in the remake and they did in logan like was it ever creepy in logan no no, no. It, but it was it, it was a little awkward in uh what we talked about last week interview the vampire yeah that was yeah it was a right awkward because she was like a grown woman who was trying to have these relationships with like, you know, grown men, but she looked like a little girl and it was yeah. like kind of like sad and difficult. So yeah, I don't that know. Was, they went into that. They, they I can't went. even imagine what the books do. That's yeah. I don't want to read that shit now, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and rice just weird as shit. So, um, yeah, I guess that's a good point. I don't think it's going to get, I just think that is like a, a difficult, but it's a fine uh, line. Like if I was like making my first movie, yeah, ever, and I'm like, if this has got to work. I definitely wouldn't touch anything like that with a fucking forty foot pole. Yeah, so it's a it's a guy. He's like forty and single, and he's just driving like a eight year old girl around everywhere. I'd be like, they just do everything together. They yeah. hang out. They're best buddies. Nothing's weird about well, it. Of course, they live together. Yeah, <laughs> they travel from hotel to hotel. Like, yeah, 
It's like a buddy cop movie. It's great. <laughs> All right. Um, how about this one? Rick and Morty 6 is going to debut on September 4th on Adult Swim. Ryan, you love Rick and Morty more than I think I'm the only one still holding down, holding my Rick and Morty stock. Nah, I, I think I still, I think I'm caught up. You still dabbled? I dabble. I don't think it's like, I don't really know. They're released at really weird chunks at times. I, I never know. And then like, it always takes me, like when I play an episode, it takes me like, seven minutes to figure out if I've seen it before because they're all kind of the same and wacky and wild and they'll be like oh I have seen this one you know what I mean so it's it's hard for me to like keep up with but I do like it I think it's still very very smart you know the episodes are like labeled numerically you know so you can like kind of follow <laughs> I don't know what season I'm, I'm on I don't even like I just don't care quite enough so I yeah that's fair um you were the one that got me into the show and now I think I'm I'm carrying the flag at the front of the, at the, now front of the crowd past yeah. the, the torch yeah. but um, no, I still like it. So you're excited. I'm excited. It's a, it's a great, it's a, it's a, it's a, what we do in the shadows level, right? Where you, you know, it's going to be pretty good. You know, most of the episodes, yep. there's a few that might miss and, uh, but overall you're going to be pretty happy with, you know, whatever, whatever they put out. So yeah, that's fair. All right. Now for some movies that we didn't know we needed. Michael Mann announced that Heat 2 is coming out. My, right. my thought on this is what was Heat? Right. It was like a so. Do you remember Heat? What or, or Ryan? What do you think? Ninety four. That sounds right. It was 96? definitely yeah, mid nineties. Uh, um, early Michael Mann. Like a Michael heist Mann movie, is. but like you got the cops' perspective, you got the robbers' perspective. It was like a bit of an organized crime thing. Um, it, very like realistic and gritty. It they shot. It looked like Ozark, if I remember correctly. For the color palette, for whatever the fucking reason, was not hot. It was very cold. You remember that? Like oh, yeah. everything looked like gray and blue, gray and dark. Um, and it was what? It had Val Kilmer. It had Al Pacino. It had Robert De Niro. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. So heavy hitters. Yep. Especially um, at the time. Yeah. So, but for me, like when I tried to watch it, like it'd be on TV or HBO or whatever back in the day. Um, I really couldn't get through it. Like I would get a little bit bored with how kind of gritty and realistic it is. I feel like it's a three hour movie. I don't know how long it is. The run runtime might be an hour and a half, no, but it's it definitely long. long. Cause I think it was, okay. a, it was a two so, VHSer back in the day. Oh Jesus Christ. That's probably what I saw. And I'm like, no dude, <laughs> this is reserved for Lord of the Rings movies. This is, that's too long. Um, so yeah, I guess I don't really care. I don't know what Michael Mann has been doing. Um, there was definitely a time when he was like a major, major director in Hollywood. Um, I'd be curious. I might look up while we chat about this, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, it might be fun, Eric, for you to watch and see what I you think. If it's free. I wonder if it's free anywhere, but, um, it do you remember? Long. It's two and a half hours long. No, okay. No, there you go. Three hours long, an hour, 170 minutes. Okay. Two hours that, that's, and 15 minutes. Yeah. And of very dry stuff. There's not a laugh in the, the movie. There's no laughing. Okay. I mean, this is not a great sell job from you guys. No. <laughs> no, nor should it be. It, it's just funny to hear, like, that he thinks this is going to happen or, or whatever. But, I mean, it might. It's just, like, if you're trying to get that same cast back, man, these are old fucks now. Like, Val Kilmer literally can't even speak. So you don't need him. And then you got Al Pacino, who's just old as dirt. Um, I don't know what they're going to do for a sequel. It's just been too long. I think it's, uh, like, it falls into that category of, like, and this isn't a, I don't know. It falls into that category of, like, The Godfather, right? There are many people, in my opinion, idiots, that think, like, The Godfather is the greatest film in the history of the world. And those people also love the movie Heat. Um, mm-hmm. They also love, um, you know, Casino and Goodfellas. And, and those are entertaining movies. I don't care. They they love Scarface, too. Um, okay. So I think they're, Scarface you know what I mean? so boring. Yeah, I think there's a, there's a, 
there's a lane of people that that love these type of movies. I agree. It has it had some really high points in the movie, but it is it is very long and it drags. And there's a lot of conversation. There's a lot of like detective mm-hmm. talking to people, and you're just kind of <laughs> like, all right, yes, yeah. we got it. Let's move forward. So um, I think if yeah, you... Michael Mann just doesn't do shit anymore. I mean. I'd say the last... Okay, so he directed a little of the Tokyo Vice show that you and I, Ryan, started to watch, and then yeah. I quit on. Well, I quit on Eventually, so that felt very much on brand for him. Very boring. He made that Public Enemies movie that sucked with Johnny Depp. He made Collateral, which was maybe his last good movie with Tom Collateral Cruise. was great. I love Collateral. Collateral was legit. He made Ali. He boring. made Heat. Dude, he hasn't even made that many movies. He made it last in Mohicans, which is a fucking banger. But a long time ago, and he did. Did he do Miami Vice yeah. too with like Colin Farrell? He did and do Jamie Miami Fox. Vice. Yeah. Yep. 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 Not um, great. Not a great. Sucks. Not a great track record. So. Got worse. Uh, Collateral was a banger though. Uh, but yeah, I don't think Heat uh, Two is. I, I don't know who's asking for this. I, I don't know what the what the draw is. But I don't have any desire to see it. That was a long way to say we don't care. Let's move on. All I gotta say, guys, is that do you remember in like two thousand and two or something? when Scarface got re-released. Because remember, no. like, when they would, like, take movies away from being released and stuff? And they'd, like, no. put them in the vault, and then, like, Scarface made, like, a comeback in, like, the early 2000s. And then, like, everybody had a Scarface poster, and people were wearing yes. Scarface shirts, and everyone went out and bought the DVD. And then they watched it after becoming a Scarface fan without actually seeing the movie ever, and then they were like, oh, shit, it's really boring. No, I remember thinking, like, Maybe it was just because that's what I was supposed to think. But I was like, dude, Scarface is one of my top ten movies. It's so fucking good. It's like that and Fight Club and Donnie Darko. I just love it. And uh, Boondock Saints. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's almost as good as Boondock, bro. Like, <laughs> these were early days. But, Did you say um, that as no, you, like... I, I think I enjoyed you, it. As you adjusted your lip ring and your backwards hat? Like, was that... Yeah, the... exactly. <laughs> Did you have... Did you have... One or two popped collars at that time. I well, if I had them, if I had two, I would pop them both. Yes, both popped, of course. Pink yes, color, both yeah. popped. Maybe like a light blue and then a pink liner. Mm. Uh, Hollister, double Hollister, usually. Yeah, then you then you either had to have a puka shell necklace or like a little. Say um, no more, fam. Like it a was the pukas. metal, like a metal, like fake, um, like medallion thing with like a leather tie thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude, you, I was uh, like, I was braiding my own hemp with like little bl- glass beads <laughs> in the middle, bro. <laughs> were you a Were you a thumb ring guy? Uh, no, no. I had a I had a ring in the uh, that I wore on the middle that I would then open beer bottles with. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're such a Chad. <laughs> it was so bad. Wow, ladies right. loved it. They didn't. They didn't. All right, guys. Well, here's another movie that we didn't. Need. <laughs> You're probably getting <laughs> Creed is getting a spin-off movie called Drago. It's in the works now. I have to admit something, guys. I didn't see the Creed movie. I didn't either. I tried. I don't care. I didn't I saw one Rocky movie and that was enough for me. I think the whole franchise is one of the most overrated franchises. Um didn't really get down with the Creed movies. I I've seen Rocky and I've seen maybe Rocky 2 maybe one time each. And that's yeah. about as deep as I go into this world. Just don't care that much. And definitely not going to try to see this. They're going to make another Creed movie. Loved the Creed movies. Yeah, Creed Three is coming. Creed Three is coming soon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, dude, Michael B. Jordan only makes you know maybe one or two movies a year, and it just fucking blows that every third movie he makes essentially has to be a Creed movie. 
It's like we're wasting his talent on a franchise that nobody cares about. Who makes Creed oh, movies? I think, I think the box we... office disagrees with that vehemently. But as avid moviegoers, yeah, like mo- as avid movie watchers, or you know, we want to consume yeah. that good content. We don't want to see him in trapped into this franchise. All right. Well, here's something okay. that I think we are going to be excited about. Two of the darling actors in the world, Pedro Pascal and David Harbour. So that's um, the Red Viper or Mando. Right. Yeah, off with Hopper, and they're going to be in, in an HBO Max limited series called My Dentist's Murder Trial. Let's go, I'm dude! These are that. these are like the biggest movies or TV stars, right? Because I mean, Mandalorian is like one, and Stranger Things is like one B, or vice versa. I mean, they're both like the the biggest TV shows. So you get those the you know the the male leads from those teaming up. It's pretty big deal. I think that they're pretty universally loved as well. If you threw Harry Styles in here, I don't know what people would do. <laughs> I am, oh my god. They could cast him. They could bring him in. Yeah, yeah this is going to be a big deal. I guess this is based off like a real life story um, of like a pretty wild... It was a New York Times, like one of those like long op-ed... Not op-ed, but like longer pieces like they do in the Atlantic. It's essentially like a short story. Um, kind of like, a, spot, it's like a spotlight type deal. Yeah, so it's just like, it, you know, it's going to be like a one-off series because it's a... it's real life you know adaptation but dude let's go i think it's gonna be funny and goofy and i'm looking forward to it i'm also looking forward to it i think we all are all right guys it is time to move on to hot wrecks not wrecks not a lot of new shows um so we're gonna dive into a few of the ones we have been watching uh people seem to love only murders in the building this year and i was a little skeptical about it for a while i thought um in the middle of the season i was i was almost feeling out on it yeah. Um, and it has come on so strong the last couple episodes. Somehow they're able to tie in, like we talked about before, with the serial crowd from the serial podcast, um, mm-hmm. with a group that obviously likes to watch Steve Martin and Martin Short stuff. And <laughs> then they tie it in with a younger crowd with Selena Gomez. And it's kind of inappropriate. It's kind of funny. It's kind of corny. It's kind of heartwarming. It's just got a little bit of everything into it. And I think I'm really enjoying this season now. I think so. Boomers love it. Do they really? And, uh, oh, dude, it's for, I mean, come on. Like you just, <laughs> all the things you listed. And I'm like, you know, halfway between a boomer and like a Gen Z. And so I kind of love it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the shit yeah. that I don't love is usually like, a joke about how old people can't text very well. Oh, and then the shit I do them. like is like the mystery and the, the humor and all the other stuff. But yeah, some of the jokes are just like that joke isn't for me. That joke is for someone twenty years older than me. He'll be like he'll be like trying to type K, but it will keep saying I or something, and he'll do yeah. it like four times. And then and then what's her name? Mabel will be like, I think you're fucking be, stupid. And he's like, all right, I want you just to stop. And then that's yeah. to be like a big hit. And I'm like, nah, <laughs> nah that did not land. That did not land. At I all. think if you're ever writing, um, a, if you're ever writing a TV show or you're trying to write jokes and be like, would this be funny in the big bang theory? And if the answer is yes, then don't use the joke. Oh, right? take it dude, out of the show. Wow. Do you, like, do you need a laugh track for Ryan, this to hit? Ryan, warn the four people who just stop listening to our podcast forever before you rip the Big Bang Theory. Oh, yeah, that's true. There are that's some true. people who just said, nah, I'm out of here. We that's do it. Not see eye Deleted. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, we're all watching What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, is little mini Colin Robbins working for you guys? And uh, what is the magic of this show? Like, why does it keep hitting? Uh, I think they, they know the characters so well. 
And Laszlo. Dude, Laszlo is the best character. He's so fucking funny. I love his voice. He can literally say anything, and I, I he just gets me. I'm not a big dress-up-for-Halloween guy, but do you think how... What... If I went out as Jackie Daytona and I told people I was Jackie Daytona, yeah. would would three people laugh during the night? Do you have to do the impression Jackie Daytona? Like, can you sure, do it? But like, yeah, but like all I have to do is put a toothpick in too, and that's really right. the character. Would right. would three random people in the night be like, "That's I, fucking great"? I think less than one percent so. of the people you would encounter <laughs> oh, would no. know who Jackie Daytona. Then was. that's perfect. That's what you want. Because you point, want it to be special when someone gets it. At this point, it's between it's between uh, Jackie Daytona and the real estate guy. Oh, no, Jesus. don't do that. Everyone's going to do, do that. that. You'll get punched in the face, dude. <laughs> You'll just get straight socked in the face. Or I'm going to be the guy who just slaps the tape on everything. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the information. That guy's dead. Oh, that's Billy Mays. Oh, he's, oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That was the guy, wasn't it? No, there's a guy now. Slap. Oh, that's a lot of damage. Yeah. That guy. Yeah, you could do that. Wow, you're oh. really thinking ahead, dude. All right, how about this? Uh, well, I think what we all are going to have to be for Halloween is F-Boys. Yeah. <laughs> all right, boy. So, so, Jim, you're watching F-Boy Island. You dove deeper into it. Last week, we just touched on it. What are you thinking? Did you finish season one? No, I haven't. I, I think I'm probably on episode six. I'm at the part where they reveal all of their statuses, which was yes. a big moment. Big moment. And the, you were right when you're like, they just literally do whatever the fuck they want with the rules, like day to day or week to week, because it's wow. like, actually, this is a double elimination, or we're yeah. bringing in more F boys, or like, now we're going to reveal everybody's status. Like, it's like whatever. They, they just do whatever is going to cause some drama. The rules on the fly, they're, they're fixing mistakes, they're changing it things. It couldn't be like if, if you watch like um, Survivor because it, the stakes are so high, because you know somebody's going to win a million dollars, and you're like really interested in the strategy and all that, um, this isn't for you. Because I, I don't even know if there's a game to be played here or if it's just setting people up to like look stupid and have funny moments. Um, but it's definitely entertaining. Well, I think that. I sent you guys that clip of the uh, Conan interviewing Nikki Glaser, who's the host of the show. Yeah. And I thought it was so funny. I haven't watched a single minute, but I thought it was so funny. There were, she was like, yeah, we lost two contestants <laughs> before the yeah. show even started filming. <laughs> the, the, a couple of the F-boys got out. Yeah. <laughs> got out. He was like downtown Cabo, and she's like, Garrett? Get the fuck back on the end of the compound. So, like, but <laughs> I wonder escaped. if that's that's why some of the rules got changed, because, like, they were expecting 15 contestants, and they had to yeah. start with 13, because two of them just disappeared into the into the nothing of Cabo, you know, drinking yeah. nightlife. Oh, dude. I mean, it, dude, it's funny, and she's so good. She's, like, probably the best host I've ever seen do this type of show. I want her to have more TV roles and forward. That's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, just everything. She's so funny. She's charming. She's silly. She she comes across as, like, so smart and hilarious and cool while being a complete fucking goofball at all times. Right. And, like, and self-deprecating and all those things. Yeah, she's just so good. She's just perfect on the show. She's a pro and comedian, she and you can tell. She's a pro. And she doesn't oh, yeah. take other people's um, spotlight. She's in the background just dictating everything and making hilarious comments and running the I don't show. Think it, I don't think the show works without her. Yeah, I think that, you know, it's a great concept and it's funny. And um, But, dude, I'm t- it is a bad show, but it's also, like, for what it is, very well done. Yes. Like, they nailed it. For what they're trying to do, which is entertain people, they nailed it. I think it's, it's actually a wreck. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's definitely something that I'm like, 
All right, it's getting a little later. I'm not going to try to start something that I'm excited about now. I'm just going to turn on a little F-boy. Wherever <laughs> I stop it, I stop it. And the worst out one or two. Like the saying F-boy all the time is just... I can't handle that, and I haven't heard an explanation of why it's not fuckboy. It's on HBO. They say fuck all the time. They do, all the They'll time. They'll be there. like, yeah, he likes to fuck because he's an F-boy. And I'm like, I don't get it. Why? Why isn't he a fuckboy? But that's okay. Maybe they still, maybe they still the got a twist in store for you, Jimbo, and uh, that that's coming. I suppose so, but I think there's two seasons now, and I have not. I'm only on one, so let's I'm get on to the twist. Two, it's still F boy, so nothing's coming. Dang. <laughs> I do think that they must have been like trying to sell it to like another. Yeah, network. that's what we that's what we surmised last yeah. week. That 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 had to yeah. have been it. All right, uh, and then finally, guys, we're moving into. Our rewatch. Uh, are you rewatching? Which is from what? Yeah, which I am. That's probably my most like my most anticipated chunk of this rewatch because I haven't seen it in probably eight years, and I love it. I haven't seen. Okay, there's two movies about like magicians. Which one is this one? This is the good. The one. only good one. Yeah. There was actually three. There was the well. There were these. There was the Prestige that came out, and then the Illusionist with with Edward Norton. Yep. Which is probably the one you're thinking of. Yeah. And then there what's was another the one, one where, like, maybe like Eric Bana. Like, what's the one where someone like is like? I'm not going to spoil anything. Like in the trick, it seems like they're killing. Yeah, that's that's Prestige. That is. That's Hugh Jackman's deal. <laughs> that's his character. That's fine. Who cares? People have seen this movie. Yeah. Right? Like, hell, isn't it like 25 years old? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry if I just okay. ruined it. You well, no, you didn't it. ruin it, but like yeah. you just you, you like hit to the main. Like, <laughs> that's one of the bigger reveals. You hit the jugular oh, yeah, on that one. There. <laughs> so there's, I don't know. The blood is gushing I just, out. Another, I know there's like another one that's like about magicians too, and like I just don't remember. They're like dueling. They're like two guys are going against each other. Is that that's, that's, this is, that's this is the you, There's only one. You've only seen one of the two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is the only one. Prestige. I, I think oh, there's, no one saw The Illusionist. What's the Nobody one? Saw it. What's the Don't one worry. that's? Uh, I saw it and it was miserable. What's the one with uh, Michael Caine in it as like a main <laughs> yeah. character? He's like Michael Caine. He's an older guy. He does a lot of uh, monologues, voiceovers. Uh, which one was that? <laughs> which is the one directed by Chris Nolan? Which one was that? Like, okay. All right. So this one is uh, this first movie that we watched is, and I hadn't seen Memento in so long. Okay. Uh, so mm-hmm. rewatching Memento was like watching it for the first time. Like I knew the very basics. Like I feel like I knew like the trailer version of what Memento was. Right. And so it was pretty fun to have to go back and kind of start over with a story. Well, I think um, that I, I think knew. it actually helped um, that you didn't have to try and figure out the mechanics of how the story was going. Right. You you like the machinations that Nolan was using. I think it, yeah. it, you just got to kind of focus on the content. Right. Instead of being like, you know, you knew it was going backwards. You knew the color versus the black and white and all that stuff. And so, yeah. like, you didn't have to figure out that out along the way. You just got to try and, like, kind of put the puzzle pieces. And it was very much a big puzzle, which was really fun. It literally is a puzzle. So yeah. the, movie, the movie's Memento. I, this thing came out, like, what, 98, maybe? Came out 2000. I don't know. Oh, one. Yeah. 2001. Okay. All right. All right. Um, I thought it was riveting from the opening scene. So the opening scene is, like... It's kind of a long take of somebody like shaking a Polaroid to develop it, but it's in reverse, right? So the image is fading away, and I, you I start to so like it gives you enough time to realize, like you know, you see the image is like a, a person dead on the ground, shot in the head. Yeah, and you realize like, oh, this is a Polaroid, which means 
they just fucking shot this person and took a picture. Like, it's like, oh, this is the scene, which I thought was really effective and cool. And then it sets the scenes like, okay, so you know how this is going backwards? Um, the whole fucking movie is going to do this. And it does. Eh, most of it, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it goes back in chunks, right? It's not like literally people talking backwards. No, no, no I but... mean like the, the black and white was forwards and then the, the color was backwards. That's all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what's the guy, the guy, Guy Pierce? Is that his name? Correct. Guy Pierce, yeah. What else was he in? Um, he's done a lot of stuff. He was he was the bad guy in Iron Man three. He didn't do a great job. Oh. I mean, the movie kind of sucked in general. Oh. Remember him? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of he's played that similar role in in several films. I thought of him in this movie as they wanted it to be Brad Pitt, but Christopher Nolan a big enough deal to get Brad Pitt. That's fair. Yeah, that's what it looked like to me. Like he, no matter what he forgot, he never forgot to bleach his hair <laughs> and make it look cool. I had so many questions that they were trying to show me that he had a routine, but I really wanted to know, like, all I wanted this whole movie was his, like, bedtime routine. Why? I wanted to see him set up for the next day. And, like, oh, yeah. what he did to, like, remind himself of what he was going to do in the morning so that it would go. And, yeah. like, they showed that for four seconds. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think when you really dig into him forgetting everything every certain amount of time, like, he has no short-term memory, um, it starts to make less sense, maybe. And then they, like, will have some scenes are very long, and he still remembers everything enough to, like, he can write notes after. And then sometimes he's, like, in the middle of something, and he forgets. So when he forgets everything is a little convenient, maybe. Um, But think about how fucking hard it would be to write this movie. And, like, you almost would write it forwards and then make sure it works in chunks going backwards. I mean, it's, it's very impressive stuff. Yeah. No, it was. Um, I thought the rest of the cast was just meh. Um, probably one of my complaints, but I guess that's what a first-time director um, gets, is maybe not the best and the brightest of, of Hollywood. Um, mm-hmm. I thought the idea was cool, and it works, but I have seen other Nolan movies, and we will watch other Nolan movies, and it felt more like a gimmick than it does in some of his other movies. I think, you're, I think you hit yeah. the nail on the head. I think as getting his first sort of feature film, wanted to leave a mark, right? Leave a stamp, you know, of... I'm yeah. Christopher Nolan, and I'm here in Hollywood. I do things that are difficult. Yeah, and so, like, the only reason I yeah. heard about Memento when it came out was because everyone was like, dude, have you seen the movie that goes backwards with the with the storyline? Like, this was mm-hmm. something that really hadn't been done um, with a feature film like that. So I think I think he did a good job of, of you know, like, like you guys said, there's plot holes all over the place. Like, there's question marks of, like, how this actually, you know, this works. Uh, but for the yeah. scenes where it needed to be sort of, like, translated... Um, I think it was fine. I think, you know, it, it, it worked, uh, with the story he was trying to tell. It was cool because in the beginning it asked like 100 questions and actually did a pretty good job of answering them. Like, why is his face scratched? Okay. Well, we're going to find that out. Um, why is his car window broken? Okay. We'll find that out. Why does he have this suit on and this car when it wasn't the other one? Well, we find all that out. Um, and you know, as you get those pieces, as he goes back to when he got the car, when his face was scratched, whatever, I think it's pretty, those are pretty cool moments. Like, oh, oh, okay, that's when that happened. Um, I think it's all pretty effective. I thought it was cool and effective. Um, I will just say this, like, I think movies and I think Nolan movies are better at leaving hints and Easter eggs as they go now. Mm -hmm. And they know that people love to, like, remember a moment in a movie. Even sometimes in movies you get that, like, little flashback scene where they're like, we did show you this, and we did show you this, and we did show you this. And the person is realizing it while you're realizing it. 
or just you have to look back on it later and remember those moments when those things happen. People like the, the clues left out for them. And I spent this entire movie just focused on the screen, looking for the details as they were coming. And I don't think it really had them. I think you just kind of went back in time and you learned what happened, but there weren't any, like, that I noticed, like, clues to what's actually going on, conversations that were happening to make you feel a certain way, and then, like, you get the resolution and it's interesting, but... There was some. Do you have any examples? Like, you know, there was a hint that his wife had didn't die in the accident, because in one of his flashbacks, while she has the bag over her head and she's not moving, like, she blinks quick, mm-hmm. and then they, like... You don't really, you're like, oh, okay, well, I guess she wasn't dead yet or whatever. Um, and then later you find out that, no, she didn't die during that attack. She died later when, you know, she didn't believe that, or, yeah, she didn't believe that he had actually, you know, had this brain injury and tested him and the whole Sammy story. Did that work for you guys, too? Well, I thought that was really, really cool. One, one of the things I was going to say was, like, with, with Sammy, I mean, Eric was talking about the details. You know, Sammy was in the... You know, the the institution, like, sitting on the chair. And then at one point, there was a quick shot of uh, Lenny sitting in the same chair that Sammy was in. And so I think, you know, that leaves the question of, like, was he committed and got out? And that's how we're getting this story? You know what I mean? Like, so so there are some of those, like, breadcrumbs. um, But maybe... I think I think maybe Eric is is mostly right in in that they're not very polished, right? This is he did yeah. he didn't have a, a lot of experience of like how to do this, how to execute it um, early on. I, I'm not here to rip this movie because no, no, I, no. I I didn't, yeah, and I don't think anybody took oh, it yeah. that way. Yeah, I, I liked this movie, and I thought like whenever I say that things are movies are important or shows are important, like it, it means that while I'm watching it, I keep thinking like, oh wow, well this just laid the foundation for all the fucking things I like now, you know. Mm-hmm. This laid the foundation for the movies that I love. And like literally, I mean, it laid the foundation for all the Chris Nolan movies too, yeah. right? So like those alone, if that was all he ever influenced was himself later, it would be worth it. But well, it's just like uh, you can imagine all the people making movies now in their young, their younger selves watching Memento and being blown away by. It. Yeah, and I think then, about like how like Jordan Peele. I feel like he's super like influenced by this type of stuff, this early stuff, because yeah. he lays all these breadcrumbs and does twists at the end. And so like when I was watching it, like. It just felt like 90s, like the 90s. Well, the movie started. wouldn't have worked without, with if there were smartphones, you can't, can't make the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Like him running around looking for a pen, you know, someone tricks him oh, and hides all the was, pens. That was good. That was a great scene where Carrie Ann Moss, like, like lies to him, goes out in the car, or gets, she like pushes him to, to like punch her in the face, uh-huh. hides all the pens, goes out in the car comes back like five minutes later and lies to him and lies and lies. And he believes all of it. Cause he yeah. literally can't remember. That was an amazing scene. That was like, an effective yeah. scene. There was, and like the, you know, when he's like, wait, I'm chasing this guy. And then he's like, Oh no, Oh no, he's chasing me. Like yeah. those lines are memorable and they're cool. Um, what did you guys think of the ending? And you know, the big reveals of, you know, I have, I have lots of opinions on it. I actually like just jotted down what I just took the ending to be. If you want me to just read that off, I can, sure. and then see what you guys yeah, took. Why don't you go, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Look, so Teddy was a sleazy cop, and Teddy was his friend, but it was using him to either get kill somebody that he wanted dead or steal money from people or whatever. And Lenny was going along with it, number one, because he was so easy to trick, and number two, because he didn't want to know the truth. He just wanted to have a mission. Um, and so when Lenny tells... Or when, like, John G or this cop, Teddy, whatever, tells Lenny the truth of, like, hey, 
Your wife didn't die in the accident. We've killed people before. We killed the guy. We're pretty sure we got him. But you didn't want to forget. You wanted to keep going. And so, like, we've we've come up with this. We've come up with missions for us. Like, whatever. Um, and then Lenny didn't want to hear that. So Lenny literally lies to his future self, writes down a fake clue that to essentially lead his future self to go kill um, Teddy, which does happen, and he kills him. So... Essentially, it's, and he, you know, when you look at a big picture, he looks like a fucking serial killer. He's got crazy, nasty tattoos all over himself. He's got wild hair. He's stealing people's cars. He, it, this is like the story of a serial killer, pretty much. Well, and it's got that, it's got that noir vibe too with like, and you know, is how reliable is our narrator, right? How much of him mm-hmm. do you believe? While you, while you right. can believe that everyone else is also lying around him around him because he has the short-term memory mm-hmm. issue um maybe he's lying to you um and i think he's and it, he was lying to himself yeah and i you think know, no he one... was very intentionally just setting himself up to go and keep on these missions right as soon as he solved it you know or killed somebody else he would for, he would intentionally forget that stuff so he would keep going and i think i think that that's the trademark nolan you know it's it's the it's the inception um totem top um at the end of like yeah. Listen, he as the director, you know, he's not going to give you the answer, right? You're not yeah. going to get this neatly thing, you know, wrapped in a bow. So it's up to you to kind of interpret how, like, how did you experience the film, right, is, would be his answer to you, right? Yeah. That, that's, you know, if that's what you got out of it by watching it, great. He has his own thing, you know, um, but how, whatever, however you... And, and there's lots of stuff in this movie to, that would be open to interpretation. But I, I agree with your synopsis, Jimbo, essentially what you said, that um, Teddy was using him, and so was um, Carrie Ann Moss, um, to, I mean, he, to get things from him because Lenny, there's no Lenny is, an, Lenny is a horrible person. I mean, he, he took those two Polaroids, one for each time he had already killed somebody, and burned them so that he would keep killing more people. I mean, literally, that was he knows what he's doing. And then he forgets it. And then he figures it out. And then he, he forget. You know what I mean? So who knows how many people he's killed, right? Yeah. Or how many people he will kill. I thought that the ending was cool, but it was underwhelming. Yeah. I well, was, you know, the ending's at the beginning, right? So. Yeah, I was a little underwhelmed by the end of the movie. Like, not, it wasn't bad, but it was just... I really thought to myself that Nolan was so influenced by 90s Fincher. Okay. Yeah. He does what Alien Three, um, Seven, The Game, and Fight Club in the nineties, mm-hmm. and yeah. I could just see those fingerprints all over this Nolan movie. Like it just felt like he was kind of doing his Fight Club or his Seven here, where it was actually you know maybe both actually, of them. You're right. Totally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I just I really felt like that was kind of where where he was going with it, putting his own twist on it. I liked this. movie. It was good. But it is just like he's so much better at making these as he goes, and like it was yeah. a good first step. It was a great first chapter. What uh, what do you guys give it out of a hundred? I think I give it like a eighty-one. Okay, right. I like it. Yeah, I probably I probably go just a little bit higher. I go like eighty-four. Um, okay, I think. And then just one quick thing, one bone to pick. I want to have with something that Eric said earlier, which was that the rest of the cast of this movie just wasn't very good. Like Chris Nolan was getting the scraps off of the the Hollywood you know, floor. Um, I think Guy Pierce is pretty well known. Maybe was a little more famous then. Carrie Ann Moss was coming off the matrix yeah, um, she before she did this. Joe Pantoliano 
Also coming also off coming the off Ma- Matrix. Also coming off the Matrix. Uh, Georgia Fox, uh, Lenny's wife. She's been in uh, tons of movies. Um, Steven Tobolowski, who played Sammy, was in lots of movies. Thomas Lennon, who was you know Lieutenant Jim Dangle uh, in yep. uh, Reno Nine One One and lots of other things. So he didn't have a horrible cast. I just wanted to I just wanted to clear that up for anyone yeah. who thought like it was he had all these no name actors, cast, yeah. right? It was a very small cast. It seemed like a low-budget movie. I mean, it was like in one town. Um, it seems like they could have filmed the whole thing probably in a couple months or like maybe a month. Uh, pretty small budget movie. Um, I gave it an 86. So right just above you guys, right in there. I thought it was pretty brilliant. But I remember like it having maybe a bigger impact on me before I'd seen as many movies as I've seen and you know lived as long as I've had now. Like. It'll really hit, like, if you're, like, 19 and just getting into movies. That's what I saw. And you've never seen any other Christopher Nolan films, ever, you know? Right, exactly. And I think that that actually actually kind of hurt him with Memento, right? Because we know what he's capable of, and Mm -hmm. this just isn't quite it, but it definitely still feels like a Nolan, you know? I I liked it. So our next movie in the rewatch is going to Somnia. It's from 2002, um, so not too long after... And it's starring Al Pacino, Robin Williams, Hilary Swank, and yeah, it looks like... Does it have the runtime on there? I remember this movie being... We're going to Alaska, everybody, so don't worry. Yeah. Yeah, Um, we're going to do it. We can't skip it. It was 118 minutes, so just under... Oh, that's not bad. I I have never seen this movie. I I don't know anything about it at all. Sweet. Um, I've seen most of the Nolan movies, but I've missed a couple... And so this will be one of the ones that I haven't seen. I, I like Robin Williams in this. It's something totally different. I remember like when he took this role and, and did it, it was like, that's not the Robin Williams I know. He He's supposed to, you know, voice Aladdin. Like yeah. this was very a big departure for him. Yeah. Like Patch Adams is like the Robin Williams yeah. roles, you know, <laughs> Patch Adams. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited for it. Is it also on HBO? I sure as hell hope so. I don't. Remember. I hope so too. This, this might is be this a might have been one, one of the ones $4. that we had to pay for, but because um, there was only two. Um, okay. But yeah. Also, how many I movies that start with I does he have? He's got three now. Interstellar, so what? Insomnia, In- Inception. Oh, holy shit! Yeah. All right, guys. That is all the time that we have on this episode of the Nordies Podcast. Uh, tune in to our sports cast later. And uh, guys, we're just weeks away from the return of the Thrones cast, the new Game of Thrones House of Dragon show coming out in just a couple weeks. So buckle up. Uh, that's right around. Buckle up. Good stuff coming here. So thanks for hanging out with your good friends here at the Nordies.